All right, welcome everyone to episode number 16, and yes, I have verified that is that is the correct number of this episode. We are back on track with the episode numbers, folks. Tonight, we're going to be talking about that whole mess with the Q and the ATF, all that situation, and we're also going to be talking about something pretty interesting that Sam came across the other day, which is a, an unregulated armor-piercing rounds that's going to be coming to market, hopefully anyways, here pretty soon. So tonight, our panel consists of a resident pervert up there, Mr. Johnson, and yes, that is his real name. That's not just a coincidence. Uh, we got Toad down there in the corner, and we also have Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and also the sponsor of tonight's episode. I am your host, Box, and how's everyone feeling tonight? Is everyone doing good? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> sorry, sorry we're late. That was my fault, guys. Yeah. We'll let it That's slide. We'll let it slide this time. Nobody um, nobody's I'm drinking, drinking any freaking I'm I'm drinking like Kool-Aid because you took all my whiskey. <laughs> you, <laughs> you mean took every last bottle of whiskey. Took all of our whiskey. <laughs> I mean, possession is bastard. Feel free to drive down to the studio and uh, grab that bottle of mango habanero. You can you can have that. Is that what you guys had in the podcast last that week? Shit. Yes. Uh, You're gonna have to try it for yourself. No, I, I'm I'm not. I'm really glad I wasn't there. You got to try it, Toad. <laughs> it was uh, not what I would call good. Not good. <laughs> no, it was disgusting. Like I don't call a lot of whiskeys disgusting, but that shit was disgusting. I I, I was about I was to say I was about to say that it, it has potential, but I'm not so sure that it does. I think it's pretty much <laughs> just a lost cause. Well, <laughs> we'll try it in that what you call it, the uh, Bloody Mary. But I don't know if that'll be any better. Or I not. think I I think I saw it at the store the other day and was like, who the fuck would drink that? <laughs> Well, yeah. we did. And, well, apparently uh, you, yeah, we would apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking it won't be in circulation for very I, long. I, I, no, no, you, there's not a whole lot of repeat buyers on that sort of thing. No. <laughs> okay, so who, some of you guys watching may notice. Hey, Jell and Jay, how you how you doing? Some of you made me notice in the video popping on and off. I have no idea why it's doing that. I think that's some kind of stupid update with the software it's super annoying i know uh we'll figure it out later hopefully before next episode i apologize for it being stupid as shit tonight but just gonna have to live with it um i think we might as well start off with the the whole q situation huh guys i think so that'd be a good place to start. Uh, so yeah. those of yeah. you hey mike those of you <laughs> before we do get started mike i just want to say I'm. I loved it, but I'm pretty tired of eating pork. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it's getting a little old. <laughs> it was damn, but good. it was delicious. Thank you. Definitely, definitely good. Anyways, those of you, or some of you, probably most of you, actually, probably know about the whole situation going on with with Q and uh, the ATF sending them a cease and desist letter for their honey badger pistol. They said they cla they found it to be an SBR. They classified it as an SBR, and uh, 
we're not really sure how this whole thing is going to go. There's been a ton of pushback from the whole industry on this thing. There's been, uh, I don't know if GOA got in on it, FC, FPC got in on it, the NRA tried to get on, in on it. I think they've since backed down on that because they're scared of something. I don't really freaking know. Huh. There's been yeah, there's been a ton of shit going on though that they lost my fucking train of thought. There's been members of Congress that they wrote a letter back to the to the DOJ because they're supposed to be handling the ATF. They're kind of their dad, <laughs> their mom, I guess, kind of keeping them under control. And just today, actually, I think recently. They have gone back on this. They gave them, they suspended this cease and desist letter for 60 days. But there was a lot going on with this, and we're not really sure how it's going to end up. I think this whole cease and desist letter that they sent today is probably a good sign. I hope so. But I'm thinking they're just delaying because of the, the election. That was not from the ATF. The what? what? That wasn't from the ATF. That, that, um, the suspension of the cease and desist was from the day the DOJ Department of Justice. Did I say that? I thought, huh. I, thought I didn't say oh, no. I, I, I said that or no. not. You didn't clarify. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Got anybody it. watching? Yeah. The, the Department of Justice sent, uh, sent a letter saying, Hey, we're suspending this for 60 days essentially. So you can still, you can, you know, don't worry about it. But Q is still not making, um, not making and selling in those guns anymore because obviously within 60 days then they can just turn around and say, Hey, well, screw you. You know, you're, you're still in trouble. Right. It's a stupid situation all around. So I think what may have started this all, I mean, this is all speculation is one of the rule, one of the requirements that it's got to meet or something is the length of pull. If it's, it's got to be under 13 and a half inches. And if they measure yeah. it correctly, theirs is at like 13.35 inches, which is perfectly acceptable. But they measured, and this is the way they measure it is from, is it the middle of the trigger or the the front of the trigger? And the, the front of the trigger, oh no, I believe. To the back, to the back of the brace. For the extent, yeah. Yeah, and, in a flat line. But they measured... <laughs> diagonally like how you measure a television or a computer monitor or something so it made it over that 13 and a half which is total bullshit they they basically the guy and this is the photo from the field agent is i mean it's pretty bad like you can share my screen here you can see oh that fucks everything (laughs) up johnson (laughs) that's not gonna work bud (laughs) Well, I thought you were staying in tile view. Sorry, I um, am. It puts it up there. Oh, sorry. Um, What's going on right now? Oh Jesus! I just, it just the yeah. stream just caught up. I see how bad it was. Yeah. Um, but basically, they're he's not going parallel to the bore of the rifle, which is how it's supposed to be measured. Um, and he he basically goes from in line with the buffer tube diagonally down to the trigger so if anybody knows you know 
geometry, the hypotenuse is the longest side. So that is the longest measurement you can get. Um, so, yeah, it was basically just his inability to measure properly. And, and like Sam has spoken to, uh, you know, he, he's spoken to this point a few times. These field agents, some of them have no idea what they're talking about. So, you know, I'm, him trying to take photos and... Yeah. I'm guessing that dude just sits in his cubicle all day and he's gets freaking bored and he's like, oh, I gotta cause some trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just being yeah. a... Uh, there has well, been... a lot of time, what's he's feeling... Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Yes. There has basically what these these basically what these field agents generally do. They're not in charge of this sort of thing. Usually, if there is a ruling on like a, a brace or a bump stock or something with ginormous consequences, like what is going on here, that's someone higher up in the ATF that is that is writing that letter, and it's a you know someone that actually has some authority. But this field agent, just a random ass field agent, who generally a lot of the ones that I've talked to that I deal with. A lot of them, there's some very knowledgeable ones, quite a few of them don't know a goddamn thing and have actually told me straight up false, incorrect, false, completely 100% wrong information. Um, So the fact that this, the weird thing is the fact that this guy, this this random field agent was the one that wrote this letter in the first place is extremely weird. Um, My personal take on it is he's just a a rogue douchebag that's for whatever reason did this um and now the atf is like well shit what do we do now how are we gonna i don't how know are we gonna cover this i don't know if he counts as a rogue if that's what the atf is known for fucking doing though right. <laughs> he's pretty much yeah, just doing you, the doing atf atf things yeah but you probably had it right box he probably yes, sits but, in a cubicle and like spanks it to gun control legislation all the time but what would be why would he put this out now? The timing is extremely suspect. My personal opinion on it is he's caught he's trying to cause a ripple in the gun community. Oh, and this was this was something that they figured would cause the biggest ripple in the gun community because guess what? Most of the people aren't gonna follow this. The only thing they're gonna know is Trump's trying to try, trying to ban braces and who are they going to vote for? Joe Jorgensen. Yeah. That's my personal take on why this is happening. But I, I won't say that, here that, that at it's this point. So Cliff, you shut your fucking mouth right now. None of that nonsense comments in, the, in our section there. Hey, guys, should we ban Cliff Moody? Right <laughs> Jesus. Now? That's, that's ban hammer right there. For those not on the live, one of the commenters wrote, Riding with Biden. That is not okay. <laughs> God damn! I, I had I was just We're okay. That, from Biden. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. I, most people try to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep losing my train of thought. <laughs> you bastards! Cliff, you, Cliff, you really got them all sorts of screwed up here. <laughs> I'm all flustered. I'm flustered, man. That's yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure that that's exactly why. It's coming out now, now, Sam, to cause a ripple in this whole thing. After the but I could, I can one hundred percent see that being. That's definitely a possibility. I mean, it could be just a coincidence, yeah. But it also could be exactly what 
you think it is. <laughs> God damn it. Enough with the terrible political mottos or whatever that shit is, guys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Holla with Kamala. Kamala. God. Unacceptable. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like Miles anymore. I find it hilarious. Miles, just go <laughs> ahead and send that uh, print back to me. Um, no, I won't, won't refund your money. <laughs> so my favorite, uh, my favorite one that I've seen, my favorite one that I've seen was uh, for Joe Biden and, and Kamala was uh, knee pads and pee pads. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that too. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good clean family knee fun. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> family fun. No, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> knee pads and pee pads that's fucking great so where do you guys see this going after this 60 days what do you think is gonna happen um i think since it's drawn enough attention <sighs> god dang it cliff <laughs> ah, me lose my train of thought too um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know twice before I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't see it. I think since it's drawn enough attention from uh, senators in the Department of Justice, and I, I think it's going to get squashed. I don't think anything will happen with it. I think the, I, I really think that there's enough people that are pissed about it and enough people in a position to actually uh, do something about it that I think they'll actually, I think they'll actually squash this. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, cause it is hard to say. Totally. That's, I, like I said, that's my opinion. I, that's what yeah. I think will happen. Um, and I think the 60 day, I think the 60 day suspension is just that, to me, that just portrays that there's people in the at the Department of Justice that say, "Hey, you can't. We're not letting you push this through. This hold on a minute. Now hold on, because you know there's enough people that have understood. And the letter that the ATF got basically about how the criminal side is um, doing some real shady shit and they need to knock it off. I think that to me um, shows that the Department of Justice actually they've got a spotlight on the ATF right now. They're watching them, you know, and they're not just going to let them get away with bullshit like this. I think they're, you know, they've been unsupervised long enough that they think they can just kind of get away with what they want. And now that they've got some, they've got some eyes on them and I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it. If, if it's like Sam said, that this is just to cause a ripple and take votes away from Trump. Then after the 60 days, after the election, if it's all, if it, that's all it's for is to take votes away, then it sounds like they wouldn't, they don't really have uh, any intent of going any further with it. So after the election, then it, if that's the intent, then it just dies off after it disappears, that. Yeah. It totally, yeah, but it depends. If Biden wins, I 100% foresee them going after braces. For what reason, I don't know, because most people don't even fucking know what they are. Um, but as far as, 
if I think I think Trump could win a shitload. I, I think he could get back some of the people that hate him because of the bump stock debacle. If he would stand up and say, hey, direct the ATF says, you know, actually do something, th- something about this and make this a mainstream issue and see, mm-hmm. you know, show gun owners that but right before the election, this is perfect timing for him. It could not get any better timing for him than right now. If he actually stood up and did something, um, he would win back some of those votes. So I think the way that this goes is completely dependent on the way the election goes. If it goes Biden's way, guess what? The ATF is going to fuck us. I have absolutely no doubts about that. Um, if it goes the if it goes Trump's way, we're just keep on. We're just going to keep on on the neutral, lose a little bit. Neutral, lose a little bit. You know, um, the way it always did. But I don't know if you guys are aware, but the ATF is also starting to crack down on solvent kits a little bit. Um, there, there are some big names in the industry recently that have, um, basically stopped selling solvent kits unless you show that you have a form one as already applied, um, or already uh, on its way. Mm-hmm. So the ATF is just, they're just, they're, uh, it's just it's just mind boggling coming after law abiding citizens, people that are trying to do trying to follow the law and trying to do the, the right thing. And they keep fucking coming after them. And it's just it's just ludicrous. And we shouldn't have to deal with this. And it's supposedly pro gun pro gun administration. I have you know, a question. It's, it's very frustrating. Those mm-hmm. companies that are stopping selling these kits what do they have to lose if the people, if their customers aren't filing their form ones? Because ATF is shutting some of them down. But how, if they're not selling suppressors, I don't understand. I'm confused. Some of the cups, some of the cups, some of these companies were selling. If if you guys aren't aware how a, how a suppressor works, it's the outer tube, and then there's they sell cups, uh, which you drill and make into your baffles. Some of these cups that they were selling with their solvent kits were already they had a center or a center hole or a, a divot right in the center, so you knew exactly where to start drilling. So they were saying that's m- too much like a suppressor which it's fucking not. I'm sorry. It's a hundred percent. Not, it's not drilled. And if somebody wants to buy that, it's still not a suppressor. It is what it is, but that's the reasoning they were going after. Some of these, um, solvent companies are saying it's too close and they were, uh, shutting them down. So I don't know. Too close. That's, they're just going to keep getting closer and closer to shit. That's Yeah. That's the hard part too, is trying to figure out the whole too close thing because it at one point that's kind of like our discussion on 80 percent firearms um it's where do you have where do you draw the line you know because you can't do 80 percent so then they go to 75 percent and 60 percent and 40 percent and then it's you outlaw blocks of aluminum you know so then you can't you can't buy pre-threaded tubes of aluminum or stainless, anything made of any metal, 
that's uh, in a tube and has been bored out and has threads at both ends, you can't buy those anymore because it's too much like a suppressor. Where do you draw the line? That's, you know, and that's just, that just displays the overreach of the ATF and how they're getting away with shit that they shouldn't be getting away with. No, it's, it's, it's completely um, asinine at this point. And, and like I said, who they're going after on this this stuff is law-abiding citizens. This is not criminals. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is not. These are not criminals that are trying to, f- to file their form one and to, and to follow the law. You think a criminal gives a shit if he's going to file a form one and pay two hundred dollars to the NFA? Right. He's not the one going to be doing that stuff. So right. he doesn't, he doesn't care. Get approved anyway. Um, just the same way with these back to the bump stocks. You think. Anybody, any criminal gives a damn if he's got a freaking, or excuse me, not a bump, back to the, the, the braces. You think any criminal gives a, a crap if he's got a brace or a stock on, if he's going to go commit mass murder? Yeah, right. he's going to hold on. Let me let me measure my gun and make sure I'm within the 13 and a half inches of pull before I go shoot 47 people in a bank. You know, it, it, yeah. it just makes absolutely no sense. Let me strap this brace and on I my forearm to use it in the most ineffective way possible. <laughs> right. 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 And I, I wonder though, I wonder if part of the reason the ATF is so pissed is because the, the, the braces have completely decimated the NFA. They're not getting their $200 stamp on as many short barrel rifles. Um, so their, their budget, I can't imagine their budget took that much of a hit because of it, but Maybe that's why they're upset. I mean, they're, they basically rendered short barrel rifles completely and utterly pointless. I mean, haven't they? What's the point of having a of paying two hundred dollars for a short barrel rifle at this point? Yeah, absolutely. I think they've they've you know, and that's and that's been the purpose of a lot of. There's been a lot of, uh, ex- firearm accessories that have come out in the last. 10 years that that basically is their sole purpose is to just circumvent the NFA. Yeah. There's and not even just the NFA, but a lot of just uh, stupid ass gun laws in general, you know, Mm -hmm. there's been, you know, look at all the, and especially all the stuff in California, all the featureless rifle bullshit and all the, you know, there's so many stupid fucking worthless gun laws and, the 10 round magazine thing. And then you having to break your rifle open to change the magazine. And look at all the, look at all the random gadgets and bullet buttons and all the random shit that they've developed just to circumvent those laws just in one state. Like it, it just goes to show how, how worthless it is to, to try and legislate out that kind of stupid shit you know it doesn't make any sense yeah yeah and and even those bullet buttons you know you put a bullet button in an ar okay great take it out i'm gonna go commit murder you think i give a crap if this bullet button's in here no swap that shit out for a normal one and, and some 30 round mags all right you know these laws do absolutely nothing but hurt the innocent law abiding american and it's just Defund, defund the ATF, man. Fuck the reveal the NFL. I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm dead serious. Grinds my gears. Dead serious. We should start having 
parades for the defund the, defund the ATF. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go right up down Main Street in Kingsley. Defund the ATF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can capture it with your drone. Yeah. Start a petition on change.org. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That'll really do something. That'll that'll show them. All right. <laughs> Get those bastards good. I always hate that when somebody's like, will you sign my petition? No. Leave me the fuck alone. All right. I do think, though, that I don't know if it's a direct result of this, but I think a lot of people actually got involved this time as opposed to when bump stocks were having their fucking problems. There was a ton of people, a huge outrage over this this whole brace thing, and a lot of people sent a lot of letters to the DOJ and the ATF and several other departments and congressmen and all sorts of people, anybody that could have anything to do with it. I TGC said there was tens of thousands of, of letters written to these guys. And I think that's, at least that's I hope that's, I, I hope that's why that this is being, that they've, uh, suspension. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that, I mean, I think that really tells how, how much more popular, like when they went for the bump stock ban, you know, bump stocks weren't like that popular of a thing, you know, like they were mostly like range toy gimmick shit that people bought, you know, and I'm sure there was a couple 10,000 of them out there. I think like 50,000 or something was the estimated number. Yeah, which, right, like, do I think they should have been banned? Absolutely not. But I I think there wasn't that much of an uh, outrage about it because it wasn't that popular and not a lot of people who really knew how to, or, or were real fighters for gun rights. They, you know, people who owned them, I don't think were that big a gun people. They weren't like, you know, willing to write their congressmen or write their representatives for fighting for their side of things. But I think with pistol braces, there's enough of them out there that there's enough people who are willing to stand up and say something or to write their representatives or speak to their representatives to actually make a difference. I think that's the difference between the two. There's, Four million braces out there. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. owners or braces in themselves. I believe braces. Well, in themselves, yeah, around four million braces in themselves. So between you know three to four million actual um, brace owners. But Johnson, you bring up a point that just that that inf- just kicks me off to no end. And I've I've ranted time and time about this. We told people exactly what was going to happen. When they did this with bump stocks, we told them and the gun community as a whole, 90% of people didn't give a shit. And now every time you, you, you see this in the, in the gun groups all the time, well, Trump banned bump stocks. Well, what'd you do about it? Mm-hmm. This is, I, I hope that, that that's part of this. This community is one thing that drives me crazy is they expect someone else to fight their battles for them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not always going to be that way. You have to fight this battle because guess what? Say they do come after pistol braces. What are they going to come up, come after next? Something that you own. If you don't own a pistol brace, 
mm-hmm. you know, triggers, uh, bolt carriers, uh, whatever. I mean, there's right. there's a, a a ton of things that they could be coming after. And the the other thing about this is a lot of people say, well, my voice doesn't matter. It hundred percent does. You remember back in I think it was twelve or thirteen when uh, the Obama ATF went after the 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 sixty two grain five five six FS one oh nines. Yeah. Oh yep. Remember they put that comment period out there and sit, people says we can't beat this. They're just going to do what they did. No, we beat it. We got that shit knocked down. You know. So there is there your voice does matter. Get out and do something. And, and make your voice heard, even if it feels like clicking that link and talking to your representative or just sending an email isn't helping that much. It is because if enough people do it, we've proved it before that it helps and we'll do it again. So get involved with this. I think yeah. one silver lining, one nice takeaway that we can take from this is, yeah, nobody did anything about the bump stocks thing, but there was only 50,000 of those out in the wild Whereas this, there's 4 million of them out there and that affects a lot more people and people aren't going to do anything unless it directly affects them. So this is directly affecting a whole lot more people. So I think that's, I think that's a good sign for if they try and do other shit, bigger shit down the road, that these people will stand up and actually do something unlike the bump stocks did because there's going to be the bigger the fucking item that they try and ban or whatever they try and take away triggers or semi-automatic rifles there's going to be more people direct more people directly affected and more of those people are going to feel the need to stand up and say something all right yeah and that's and that's basically what i'm you know what i was saying about the bump stock is there there wasn't enough out there that there the likelihood or the chance that an owner was going to actively try and defend it was much, much smaller. So when you try and, you know, you go to pistol braces or like you say, semi-automatic rifles or something, when the ownership is that much higher, you got a what much higher likelihood of, uh, you know, a lot of people getting pissed off about it and actually trying to do something. Um, so I, I do think you're right though, as far as that, that is kind of a silver lining that if, they try and go forward with this and then other things after this, there's going to be a lot more, you know, it's going to affect a lot more people. And like you say, people are going to stand up. People are more likely to stand up and say someone has a direct correlation to their life when it directly affects them. So I think it's, yeah, it is a good, it is a good sign that, that there was a ton of people that voiced their opinions on this, on this particular case. I hope maybe this is kind of a wake up call for some people too, that mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe a lot of them are probably too naive to see it, that people, they just think, Oh, the ATF must've just changed their mind out of good heart or something like that. But they don't right. actually see, they don't see the the whole community rising up and being like, no, fuck you. This isn't going to work for us. So they just, I don't know. Another thing that I didn't think of, um, or think about, I guess, is the last six months, we've had like record gun sales and record new gun owners. So you're getting a lot more people changing sides, you know, a lot more people who are getting into firearms and a lot more people who, you know, are probably 
probably fairly politically active and are kind of understanding what's happening. So I think you're, you know, increasing, you're bettering your odds there too. Just having more and more new gun owners, you're bettering your odds of people standing up against things like this. Yeah, it's true. Very true. I think that's a sign that nobody has any, uh, any other thoughts on this, huh? But speaking of, uh, (laughs) I want to say, speaking of skirting the NFA, Mm. uh, Sam, you had a, you had a little bit of a, a a cool new innovate. You know, Sam's such a fan of innovation. New thing. He applauds it. (laughs) He applauds it. (laughs) I I do. I applaud innovation. I've never once seen you applaud, Sam. No, but I've heard him say it about a million times. <laughs> yeah, so I ran across this deal the other day. It's called Atlas Arms the Dagny Dagger. And what this is, it's basically um, ever since back in 86, um, civilians couldn't get armor piercing, armor penetrating bullets. Um, there was a ban put on those. Um, and this fella, he is, uh, seems like an, an extremely intelligent guy. Um, he was an aerospace engineer. He took it upon himself to design, to design some new ammo, um, that will be capable of piercing body armor. Um, and the cool thing about this is he's not just going to be building the ammo and selling it. It's going to be open sourced. So you can, you can buy this, um, or you can make it supposedly in your own, in your in your home. It's going to be um, says the projectiles are des- designed to be more readily home manufactured than most APM. That's so I think what he's. What's that? That's not the the only the, the the thing that makes it cool. The thing that makes it cool that actually skirts the law is to be. Under the ATF definition, it, it's got to be a certain kind of alloy, like tungsten alloy and so many other, I don't right, know, right. several different alloys. But this is some kind of exotic alloy. He, like, he won't even tell anybody what it is for legal reasons. But that's the reason oh, yeah. That's the reason that it's unregulated. Sorry, well, go ahead. And, right. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Sam. So, yes, that, I was getting to that. This Whatever this alloy is, he, he hasn't said what it is, but is supposedly rather expensive. Um, but it does work. I, I saw him. I saw them. They did a demonstration video, and he was shooting through uh, level three. I believe it was level three soft armor. It was 3A. If I'm not mistaken. Um, 3A soft armor. Um, so what they're going to do is, the, and they're still in development. They're still, basically, this is a, a you fund it type of deal. Um, they're asking for donations. Um, so, so they're, uh, basically they were thinking around 30 to 40 grand. They're going to be able to get this ammunition to where it needed to be. And then they will start sharing it with people. Um, so essentially what it is, is I think it looks like a 3d printed projectile basically. <laughs> And, and then this, this I believe it's a forty grain, um, forty grain the alloy, the alloy um, piece is pressed into the into the center of this this three D printed deal, and that's is that's how you get your um, your projectile, and then you can ho- you can load that in um in your home loading machine, and 
I don't know. I don't know my thoughts. I think Miles is getting really excited right about now. If you said 3D printed, it's actually it's actually the it's the he he misspoke. It's the jacket that he's talking about, and it's not 3D printed. It's turned. It's turned. Yes, on a lathe. Okay, okay, my my mistake, my mistake. Um, but still, I mean, that's you can make this at home. That, that's still pretty, pretty sweet. I I like that. But so, what basically what we're gonna try and do is is to get this situation all worked out with the nine millimeter, and then they will be expanding up into you know into different ten millimeter, forty Smith and Wesson, five five six, three hundred blackout, three hundred eight, and possibly five seven. But my thoughts on this is say that this works say that say that and I, I believe that it will this guy seems like a very intelligent fellow albeit a little bit strange i mean he but i mean he's a brainy brainy guy yeah. but i'm not gonna fault him for being strange so am i but <laughs> that's another what is right <laughs> but what's stopping the i mean say the atf gets a hold of this what's stopping the atf from saying oh you can't do this too you know, so he, he spends years and thousands of dollars doing this shit. And then the ATF just says, well, I mean, that's you, the know? thing is the statute is written so specifically. That's that's how we got to this. We need to find a suitable material to make this penetrator core. Right. So that's how he got up, came up or was working with some, I think some college or some, I don't know, somebody else who's developing this super light and super tough material alloy um, that he's using for the cores of these. And it's basically, it's the statute lists specific materials. So like armor penetrating ammunition comprised of a core or, you know, projectile made of steel, titanium, tungsten, so on and so forth. And it lists a few materials, beryllium, shit like that uranium it can't use these specific materials so if you can find something that will penetrate armor that isn't one of those materials it's not illegal right so that's basically what he did is okay i'm going to use this exotic ass new material and he's he's trying to make it open source so basically they can't they can't stop people from uh, just like you can't stop people from making uh, pipe shotguns, right? You can make it illegal or whatever, but if they people can make it at home, they're going to make it at home, right? You can't go this. You may not be able to go to the store and get it. That's basically what he's doing with making this open source. We're going to figure out this alloy that skirts the law, and then figure out how to make it at home. I don't, you know, I I think he has a plan right. for that though, Sam in the case that the ATF does ban this ammunition too, you should read through the FAQ on their website. It's, I like his answers. That's, I agree. He's a very intelligent man. One of his answers, one of his, one of the questions on there is what if the ATF bans this ammunition too? And his answer to that was watch and see we're innovators. So I think he's already, I think he's already got a plan for that. He also says, well, I'm on this Q&A right now. It says, is this legal? It says, yes, we're in contact with the ATF and have retained a well-respected firearms attorney for some compliance confirmation. It says, no federal law restricts this uh, manufacturer and sale of this ammunition. 
also yeah. says, will you make a 45 ACP Dagny dagger? I like the answer to this. Oh, no, yeah. it's an under pressured, fat, obsolete cartridge, too slow to defeat well, even <laughs> defeat armor well, even in our in our design. Good. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? We don't. So, I, yeah, you know what's funny about that? I just loaded fifty of the bastards while we were talking on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> we do look forward it's to a ten millimeter. Uh, we do look forward to a ten millimeter loading for those who like it big. <laughs> However, we've been asked to reconsider. What if you would if you would like to see it in 45 ACP despite the inherent limitations of the cartridge? <laughs> I yeah, I think this yeah, guy this guy and what is that other uh, defense distri defense distributed? I think they're gonna have I don't they're gonna do some big big stuff. They're gonna have a yeah. huge influence. Isn't that a guy in prison? Defense distributed. Yeah. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure he's in prison. I think so. I think so. Totally I'm, unrelated. Yeah, I'm he not... did something with like a 16-year-old girl. This is that's a no-no, and I'm pretty sure he's in prison. Oh, <laughs> I think I I heard about that, but I think it went away. I'm not sure. I guess I never heard what came of that. I, Anyways, I don't know. With these new rounds, actually, with a normal, they're starting off with nine millimeter, like Sam said, and your typical nine millimeter. The velocity is around 1,200-ish. His rounds, 2,200 feet per second out of a 9-millimeter pistol. That's badass. That is fast as shit. So these these rounds, I don't know what it is, must be super light. Uh, they are light. I, do, I don't know what grain the total cartridge is, but the, the, uh, the core itself around 40 grains. Sorry, Toby, we'll go ahead. It kind of makes you wonder if they're that light and they're moving that fast, what their accuracy is going to be if they're going to tumble coming out the end of the barrel. Because it kind of sounds like they're a sabbated round if they're pressed down in a... I saw the picture, so it looks like a sabbated round. So I don't, Similar. I don't know. I mean, close range probably would be fine, but anything, you know, at distance with something that light, that fast might be out of a four-inch barrel is going to be pretty unreliable, I think. Yeah, who know. knows? I mean, I know. I'm not going to lie. It does sound too good to be true. So I'm sure there's there's going to be some downside to, downsides to this. But either there's way... definitely going to be a trade-off. Yeah. yeah. Either way, yeah. this either is way. this is going to have a huge influence on the whole industry. Think it's, well, and I don't think it's meant to be a 50-yard cartridge. Nine no. millimeter in itself isn't truly meant to be a 50 yard cartridge anyway anything out of a actually a matter of fact i think anything out of a four inch barrel i don't care what caliber it is if it's coming out of a four inch barrel it ain't, me ain't meant to be a 50 yard cartridge you know i think that's a yeah, 15 have, 15 have, yarder we in we have wasted countless rounds of nine millimeter trying to hit an eight inch steel plate at 200 yards <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think i think it's more for uh, uh self-defense or you know, life or liberty type situation, life and liberty type situation. Uh, ammo, not so much taking it out and printing groups at 50 yards. What's also you talk, cool. You talk a life or liberty, and uh, I'm going to off topic for just a second. Did you guys see where those guys tried to kid, kidnap the Michigan governor? Yeah, we talked we, about it the other night. Yeah. yeah, we just covered it on the podcast. 
Okay, then I won't uh, talk about it then. So, <laughs> well, if you had something to add about it, go ahead. Well, I just I was what I, from what I read, they were all actually like a left wing militia group. Is that true? Nobody's really <laughs> sure. That they were, they were some of them. There was definitely Trump haters. They were avowed like leftists hated Trump and whatnot. But the way the media is portraying them is they were all um, like the article I read on Yahoo was like it didn't specifically say what they were. But that they were related to the Boogaloo, which was prim- primarily right wing extremists, and I'm like, you fucking Nazi. Yeah. Well, I put around I, on you. Yeah, I put big air quotes around kidnap on that whole deal. So well, yeah, you'll have to uh, you'll have to tune into the latest podcast, guys, to get our get our thoughts on that. It was actually a pretty pretty good conversation. Yeah. Um, about that. Um. My last question on this, and Box, you might know, but if you're looking at the picture here, it's not a typical nine millimeter cartridge. What's the no? The case is weird. Like, do you, Box? Do you have any idea about that? It kind of reminds me of like, what's that new Sig shit with the stainless end on it? The Sig Fury. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that. Like, it's got like a like a steel. A rim to yeah. it and then like an aluminum case or something i don't the 277 fury or something, something like 270 mm-hmm. or 277 one of the two i can't remember which i really want to get one of those yeah i'm not sure about that i imagine maybe that's just something they're doing for themselves because if he wants to have everybody do it at home he am probably intending people to use their brass cases and brass reloads yeah. and shit like that so i don't imagine that's probably going to be a key component to it but i could be wrong i guess i did see that and i'm not sure what it's all about he's being pretty secretive about a lot of it which i don't freaking blame him at this point no no he's he's gonna have to be for a while yeah but it'll be interesting my my last i guess i guess i said that was my last question but my last last question (laughs) it's like what sort of instance we're talking like what and and what what time are you ever going to use armor-piercing ammo? I mean, you're not going to keep them in your home defense gun because the majority of people bust in in your home unless you're, you're expecting the ATF to show up and shoot your dog. When your adversary you is wearing armor. Yeah, Yeah, but what the fuck? When do you know? That's, like, that's when, when I shoot him with a forty-five seventy. Well, I mean, that'll probably do the trick. You know, <laughs> but, like, when do you... Like, when are you ever going to know? Because generally... 99% of self-defense shooting occur in situations you didn't know they were going to happen. I don't know. So, like, when, when is an instance that you're ever going to use some you know, armor-piercing ammo? Unless, unless we're overthrowing the government, you know? I don't think it's something that you're going to be like, oh, I need to have this and carry it all the time. But if I could have armor-piercing rounds, I would have armor-piercing rounds just to have them mm-hmm. for whatever that instance may be. Right. I won't, don't know what it is right now, but if that time comes... I'll at least have it. Okay, I want you. Don't get me wrong. Clarify. I'll probably buy you, some of it, but I want you guys to clarify something for me. So you remember the green tips? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say LAP on them. Mm-hmm. Does that stand for light armor? Light piercing? armor. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I, I was always so, told. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. sure. I recently discovered about five boxes of those that I didn't know I had, and so I just so. Yeah, um, the whole ban on manufacture and sale of armor-piercing ammunition 
is it only bans the manufacture and sale to civilians for any armor-piercing ammunition that is not used by the military. So if you can, they can manufacture and sell to civilians like 762 by 51 black tip or 50 BMG black tip or, you know, the green tip 556 or all that stuff. Anything mm-hmm. that is used like the SS 109, anything that's used by the military can be manufactured and sold to civilians. But ammo manufacturers can't come up with their own new armor piercing shit that's not used by the military basically Why gotcha. not? so can you gotcha. still get like black tip shit i wondered how yeah. on youtube you got a whole yeah yeah because it's you can get so you can get anything black tip just because yeah. it's used yeah, by the military so you can get 308 30-06 you know, 50 BMG, whatever you want to get and armor piercing that the military uses that manufacture, you know, ammo manufacturers produce for the military. You can buy it as a civilian. Hmm. Interesting. It's just like, you can't, you can't go buy 32 ACP armor piercing ammo, right? Cause the military doesn't use it. Right. Right. Except that really, really special, Special unit of I don't know who would be using thirty twos, but old the Mexican ladies. cartels, <laughs> pretty nobody much. Uses, nobody uses thirty two. Uh, Mexican cartels might. You don't know what kind of weird ass fucking derringers they have down in fucking Jalisco. <laughs> Actually, um, spit it out. Several places that uh, steel team. Yeah, I've done. Is he catch... having a stroke, or is yeah, he, what's is he, what's is happening? He... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've run several places where uh, Delta Force and SEAL Team Six actually employ twenty uh, twos. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I, yeah, I'm I can sure. imagine when you want to be really, shit. really quiet. So I found a three hundred three bridge. Okay. Is, is Toad like totally? Is his computer fucked? I, I think he's on his own. Is he on his own conversation? He's on happening? his own wavelength, maybe. Who's having know. a stroke? Me or Box? You. Because it's I don't know, yeah. but he's um, way behind us. The only the only thing I can think of for like needing twenty two for like Delta Force and Special Operations guys, guys would be like when they want to be super super quiet, so they have like a suppressed. 1022 or something and what like the fuck is going on there's a dog in the front yard that's gonna bark at him so Toad, we can hear you dog. yeah yeah and I'm, I'm actually thinking about it'd be pretty fun to build a suppressed 1022 um because i'm just getting in the suppressors and shit so that's that's something on my list i want to do or even a, a suppressed bolt action 22 because mm-hmm. then you can just get super super you know nothing basically right pretty God, sweet damn it toad now our picture's gonna be all <laughs> fucked up <laughs> it's fine so one of the back to the atlas arms thing they're also having they're also producing hollow point armor piercing rounds which <laughs> well, i saw what? that well yeah i thought I thought that was included because that APHP 
is armor penetrating hollow point. Yeah, that's... I thought that is the standard one that they were developing. Was this APHP? I, I don't know. I I don't know. I took it as because there was I, two different rounds. Oh, because I thought it was all three. Yeah, yes, we can Toad. Hear you. We can hear you. Some reason after about nine o'clock out here, the internet gets slower and fuck. <laughs> um, but I I saw it to to be like that is the because they consider it a hollow point because that case that he's got that turned case around that projectile. And since there is a cavity around the pointed projectile, that actually is the hollow point. Hmm. Well, that could be, I guess. So that, so he's got that hollow point to where that the you know the actual I don't know what you call it jacket, for lack of a better term, you it's know, thing that it creates crams. yeah creates the expansion, and then the center core continues through. I don't know. I think there's two because it says he's also debuts debuting APHP. That leads me to believe that there's more than one. That there's your traditional armor piercing, and that there's See, this I, one. What I read it was like a. <laughs> Go ahead, Toad. I think he's way behind. What I, I, what I read it was. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it say something in the article about it being like a 40 grain projectile inside the, like a six grain copper jacket? Something, something like that, yeah. Yes. I don't, yeah. I guess I never thought that the jacket was actually copper or not, but. No, the, yeah, it's, it was, it's not, but. It's like a, yeah, it was like a 40 or 42 grain or something, some real light. And that Nothing? was something. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you. <laughs> this is so fucked up. Toad, we can hear you. Yes. Good thing it's almost over. He's just like a minute and a half behind or something. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. I don't know if it's. It does it say what the what the jacket material is or? What I said that fucking five minutes ago. <laughs> It doesn't say it doesn't say exactly what material it is, but it is some kind of plastic, I guess, polymer. Hmm. That's what it looked like, yes, anyways. It is a polymer. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm positive it's a polymer. Yeah. So if these loads are so much are so much lighter, then there's going to be significantly less recoil. Then, so that's another. Positive on this. Uh, well, mm. my concern is, my concern is, uh, I guess reliability of your of your gun at that point. Like, is it going to cycle? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to have a talk with my internet company. You're good now. You seem to be on cue here now, Toad. I shut everything off. Well, that worked. Shouldn't have had to do that. I'd pay fucking $100 a month for like Oof. 120 gig internet. It's like <laughs> definitely not that fast. Yeah. Well, you know, Pornhub does use a large portion of your bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
but it's been shut off since I got home from work. No, I was trying to show you guys something earlier. I know y'all know what a three, three British is. Um, I just found one of these in my drawer. I don't know where the hell it came from. But this is the projectile of a 303 British round. That fucker's like a 22 mag. an inch and a quarter long. It looks like a finished. It's huge. about as big as like a finished 22 mag, you know? I've recently been reading history books about the. Yeah, every bit as big. Huh. Boy. Well, a 303 British looks like a weird 3030 to me for some reason. Yeah, it's got that weird like lever action case in the bottom and then that weird bottleneck. But uh, I do have something pretty, pretty cool to show you guys here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I was actually gifted my uh, I was actually given my uh, great grandfather's World War One map of France that he used in combat. So cool. I got to get a good frame for it before I take it out and about. But I'll bring it over. Maybe we can hang her up for a little while. Very cool. Yeah, that's neat. Nice. Am I lagging behind again? I, I don't think, think so. so. I think your yep, video is, but I don't. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> okay. Well, I we're almost come up on an hour, guys. I think we're just gonna we just we're just gonna show. have to call it. Said that thirty seconds ago. <laughs> cut our losses. We better cut our losses for the night. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by and uh, witnessing this shit show. <laughs> Aside from the f- aside from the technical difficulties and the annoying video, it was actually a pretty fun, nice episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. It's pretty quiet in the comment section tonight. Everybody must be it was quiet. I feel like the whole internet's been quiet today. Maybe it's just a mood. Must be sunspots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's it. I'm sure that's it. Oh, oh God. God! Now we got now, two of them. Jesus Christ! What's happening? <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. If you're listening to this on podcast providers, we do this every other Wednesday night live on Facebook. Jump in there and chat with us. It's always a good time. If you're unaware, you can find us on all major uh, podcast providers. We also have a YouTube channel. We are somewhat active on Instagram. We don't do much there, but we do post there from time to time. I'm trying to get that going more. Um, also, if you don't like YouTube, if you hate YouTube and the algorithm and all that shit, we're also on Full 30 and Gun Streamer. If you want to go check us out there as well. We're okay. also on Full 30. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you again. Johnson, did you kick me out? No. Your old one. Oh. <laughs> again, thank you, everybody, for stopping by and watching. Sam, please sign us off already <laughs> please please for the, for love, the love of god, god. <laughs> come back in two weeks guys hopefully we won't, it won't be such a shit show but it'll always be fun and the beer's always cold so we'll see you we'll see you next time and until then remember life short live free god bless and god bless the united states of america